0: Welcome to Global Comic Safari. This week we're doing a special. We're having some audience participation and sharing some foreign comic collector pickup uh, moments. They're going to share some of their favorites of some of the members of the community. Um, So come check them out with us and we'll discuss uh, what they've got to say. All right, guys, we're back. John Z, as always, and with me is Define Triple Nine Matt Royble, the uh, foreign comic uh, OG. And we're going to talk about some uh, pickups within the community. First, I just wanted to share a couple things. Uh, as we usually talk about, please give some love to our friends at Comic Barricade. They are the best way to support your comics, keep them from getting the dreaded spine crease and falling over the box. Also a good way to separate them if you need to separate when you get all these weird foreign sizes that don't fit anywhere else. And we've got a very special announcement today. Uh, Our friends at Parallel Urban have uh, a brand new release of variants coming out that we want to share with you. They are the... uh, Incredible or the immortal hulk one trade it is um three different versions there is the green hulk which is limited to 500 there is the gray hulk limited to 500 and the sketch variant that is limited to 250. these are all by scenario Yul- Yildri Sennar, who we've talked to a few times, he's got that amazing Server Surfer variant, as well as um, a Batman Rebirth, and several others that we've talked about. But the coolest thing about this one is this gray Hulk here glows in the dark.
1: Oh, They're
2: All Oh, I'm going the
0: famous Strenko giant-sized Hulk, but it's glow in the dark. Oh, my God! So, 500 of
2: those bad boys, That's, that shit's awesome, dude.
0: These are turkey exclusives through Marvel. The white is actually a parallel Evren um, variant as well um, by themselves, but uh, you can order them on the eBay. We will throw a link in the bio so that you can check it out, show him some love. Again, they're limited to 500, 500 and 250. I don't know who doesn't want to glow in the dark Steranko based Hulk. It is crazy. I have ordered Gosh. several because I, know my kids are going to claim a few to put on the wall because <laughs> why not uh he even sent us a cool picture of how they put the graphic on it's got this the standard four uh layer printing you know the the cyan magenta um and all that good stuff but it's a fifth layer to make it glow in the dark so
2: yeah Look, i am excited man that's a cool that's a cool freaking book man I, I do not see these lasting long on ebay so if you want one or two or three, your ass better be getting to Parallel Urban on eBay.
0: Now, I will, I will say these are trade paperback size. They contain the first five issues of Immortal Hulk, as well as uh, the Avengers story of the start of that run. So it is a big boy book. It's not a, a small floppy. But man, I'm going to put one of these bad boys in a frame and on the wall because I haven't seen Glow in the Dark variants since you know, the old 90s days with, like, the Ghost Rider and uh, yeah, the Venom covers, man. Yeah. This is this is cool. I, I say you are the man, sir, for coming up with something so awesome. I look forward to seeing him. You will for sure see him in a pickup when I get him.
2: Ilka, Ilka, taking it to the next level, man.
0: Ilka, he's a good dude over at Parallel, and he is going to uh, hopefully do a little show with us some point in time.
2: Yes, we got an interview with Ilka. We're gonna we're gonna we're just trying to work on the details and all that stuff, but uh ever wonder what it's like to run a comic shop in Constantin Constantinople or Istanbul? <laughs> Oops, sorry. Yeah it's
0: I'm, I'm, think,
2: I'm thinking of the uh the they might be giant song. <laughs> no, it's Istanbul. You Istanbul. ever wonder what it's like to 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 uh run a comic shop in Istanbul? well watch our show you'll find out that was crazy
0: right absolutely <laughs> yeah, but
2: I can't believe I did that
0: that is it sounded crazy. it sounded good though so we we always History do specials at the round table but we opened it up to the community the foreign uh, comic collectors magazine group and we got some cool responses so I'm, I'm looking forward to them I've watched a few but not all of them we've got uh, some regulars you see as well as a pretty uh, a pretty big guest that comes in at the end so yes Should we should get on to the first video yeah let's do it all right matt i'll let you take control we're gonna start with ronnie
3: hello global comic safari big ronnie here how are you wanted to come to you today and talk about spider-man number one 1990 mcfarland's pose and the foreign editions so as some of you know I have a monster SM one collection. I'd like to call it the biggest in the multiverse. Uh, Tony helped school me on some stuff back in the day. I've been collecting it about four years now on the foreign page. I like sharing my stuff. And today we're here talking about what I consider. The rarest SM one foreign. And that is. The UK edition. Now, this is the normal UK edition. You see, it comes with a patch taped to the cover. It's a pretty good copy. It, this, I believe, reprints either the first three or the first five SM1 Torment stories. And this is fairly common. You find it online. You can get this for about 30, 40 bucks. Decent book. I'm definitely going to get this uh, signed and graded the next time McFarland comes around. But this same cover without the detail in the patches is what we're here talking about today. And that is the UK Amiga version. So you see, it's very similar to the regular UK version, but we have blank areas on the cover. And what's cool about this book is that it was folded in half and stuffed in video game boxes in 1990 in Germany, Italy, France, and the UK. Now, print run is very hard to say on this book i've seen detailed uh 3000 3500 uh print run on the video games i've never seen anything on the book itself but what's interesting about this guy is that it was folded in half and stuffed inside the video game boxes so high grades are very very tough to come up, come by this is my this is the first of three copies i'm going to show you guys This is the most recent one that I got, and it's in great shape. You really can't see any fold near Spider-Man's knee on the left there. And here's the box that it came in. This was the video game, Amazing Spider-Man. And you could see the Italian sticker right there on the cover. It basically says free comic inside. So inside here was a poster. It was the comic folded in half. It was the video game. It was a mail away card for the manual and things like that. So this was a pretty cool item. There were seven or eight different versions of this. There was Amiga, Atari ST, Commodore, DOS, and PC, IBM in a bunch of different languages. So altogether, there's at least a dozen different boxes of this that all came with the bo- the video game inside. Now, Here's my copy of that book. The first copy that I got of it, it's a CBCS 9 which for a book that was folded in half and stuffed inside video game boxes is pretty darn terrific. So this is the only graded copy of this book that exists. Uh, CGC has none. This is the only CBCS. I showed it to Tim at Terrificon two years ago. His eyes lit up. And he couldn't wait for me to send it in submit it and i'm very happy with the grade that it got as the only uh graded copy and now i know i'll take it but here's the real gem the real unicorn i'm not sure we'll ever see one of these again this is a uk version of the game that the comic came inside sealed and graded so When I got this, I reached out to both VGA and WATA and tried to see if they either of them had graded one before. They both told me no. So to date, this is the only sealed graded copy. And it got a 90 point 90 plus, which is their version of a 9.8. So I'm not sure we'll ever come across another one of these in our lifetime. And I'm very happy to say I have it. Uh, I got it for a song. I think it was 250 and another 50 or 60 for grading. It's an absolute bargain. I wouldn't sell it for 10 times that. And this is one of those books that I say book, but I'm holding a graded video game. It's funny. Uh, this is one of those books that uh, I, I'm probably going to be buried with, uh, along with my platinum Spider-Man number one graded. And my gold UPC that I bought as a childhood collection book as a kid. But I'm very happy to talk about those books. I'm sorry, we're a little over. Matt, sue me. And Big Ronnie out.
0: (laughs) I mean, holy God, I didn't know that existed. And all I can say is, wow. I mean, (laughs) and, you know, the video game market is bonkers right now. Uh, you add that to a comic and a and a you know freaking of folded in half. I, all I can think is I want them all now, and I didn't know it existed not very long ago. Dude, that that Amiga
2: Spider-Man McFarlane book is a foreign edition, of course. Like you said. only printed for the UK and a couple countries in Europe. I didn't even know about that until. Around, like he was saying, Tony Pamilla had talked to him about it. Around that same time, Tony and I had talked about it. I had never known it existed. That is the rarest of all of those Spider Man 1 McFarlane 4 and book. Rarer than the Turkish ones, ra- rarer than all of them. And it's like,
0: he's got a graded game. Ronnie, right.
2: big Ronnie. Oh, man.
0: I think at 10 times over what he paid, he's underselling that thing, honestly. I mean, the way the market for games is going.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost got it all, right? It's got the rare comic in it. It's got a rare game, probably sealed. Um, for the Spider-Man collector that needs everything, good luck. Not- I mean, Didn't he say Commodore? I'm pretty yeah. sure
0: he said Commodore in there.
2: <laughs> yeah, is- oh, dude, this was back when people were still playing on Commodore, man.
0: Oh, man, that's, that's an amazing book. I... Sir, I salute Ronnie. You're the king. I will, I will go home and cry for a while.
2: Yeah, that, he he has specified. That he is the king of Spider-Man McFarlane ones, and I think because his collection's massive. With the collection, we, 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 we talk Matt about. Jewel.
0: We talk about people realizing how rare some of these things are. That sealed game, though. That truly mm-hmm. could go for money. The rest of us don't understand because the video game yeah. market is crazy. You add it to yeah. McFarlane and Spider Man. That that is a book that, or well, that is a I, uh, item that is five figures is is very achievable. And maybe now, if not, yeah, a year.
2: Yeah, Ronnie wasn't wasn't fucking around. He he showed us a big big deal. Thank you, Ronnie. Uh, we're all just going to cry in bed
0: tonight (laughs) that's freaking amazing that's all i gotta say
2: yeah i was like that that's a good one to start off the show
0: that's why we gave him extra time all right what you got next
2: okay let's go to the
1: next one let me cue it up here crises on earth on instagram his video Uh, got cut a little bit quick little cpv run for you i know foreign guys don't get quite so excited about cpvs They're, they're just the u.s books with the different uh cover price but as we know from the star wars and iron fist books from the 70s that's a that's a thing and these are hard to come by they're only sold on newsstands in canada Um, i've been working really hard on these runs um two of of daredevils and batman's best runs certainly some of frank miller's best stuff um, fall right into the window and uh it's taken me a while to get these um and i'm really proud of them I just got them back from cgc um batman 404 9.6 there's one higher 405 this has been my hardest one um, there's only two higher of these and there's no 9.8. So apparently that's a tougher one, which it has been for me. I'm happy with that. Uh, 406 has a 9.6. Um, there's only one higher and 407, also a 9.6. There's only one higher, um, really rare. And when I say, um, you know, one higher and talk about the census, there's like 10 of each of these books, maybe on, on the CGC census right now. Um, they've only been counting CPVs for a bit, um, So the numbers don't really fully reflect what's, what's already been rated before they were counting them. Um, but, but we're talking like certainly less than 5% and then grade super, super high, rare, um, daredevil born again, 227. This is the highest. There's one, uh, there's one other 228. This is the single highest, um, on the census 229 single highest 230. This is a tougher one, I think with the black cover um this is actually the highest there's one other and there's no 9.6s or 9.8s for now uh 231 highest there's one other in this grade and 232 the first nuke um, there are three higher um 9.4 still a really nice book and then uh 233 highest one other um in the grade um now to throw some bones for the foreign guys the hardcore foreign guys um these batman year ones really got me into this um and these are kind of the grails these are the, the tagalog um, books which are in incredible condition um i was i'm told that there's maybe like 10 sets of these um out there um that survived they're all newsprint um to survive in this grade and um and through the tropical environments really really something um, batman 40, 404 Thai version Um, I I think uh, the Waynes lying in a pool of their own blood was maybe a little too much for the TIE sensors. And then uh, Batman 404 Spanish version, this has a sticker on it, which you never, never find a peel-off sticker. Um, And then on the Daredevil side of things, keeping with the Frank Miller scene, um, some really cool uh, EKS uh, Frank Miller books from the 80s. These things are nice and big, um, probably a good inch. Inch and a half, two inches wider and, and an inch longer. Um, killer, uh, no more Mister Nice Guy. Classic cover here.
0: So those were some crazy um, Canadian price variants there that he was sharing with us, as yeah. well as he said Tagalog, which maybe not everybody catches what that is. That's the Philippines edition in uh, the Tagalog language. So those are those are not common by any means.
2: No, not. <laughs>
0: Not often, all. when we talk the Philippines editions, we're talking the ones printed in the Philippines in English, these are the ones in the native Tagalog. language.
2: yeah
0: I don't even this, know how. And this is
2: our buddy William out of Denver. Um, and he has got the year one set on freaking lockdown. Having I've searched for all four of those books, I only got one. Those Tagalog year ones are practically impossible to find. And to have them nice like that, he's he's got the year one set like going on, man. And and those EKS former Yugos, beautiful condition. Yeah, William is uh he's become kind of a major player. Uh, he's been finding some
0: great stuff. So I don't chase the price variance very often. I mean, if I find one, sure, I'll I'll grab it. It's not my thing. I don't love the price variance. I just not. I would rather a unique cover it's just me because mm-hmm. i want to see the different art but yep. the american market or the comic market is not ignoring them the sale that Dude. you showed me blew my mind
2: look at this look
0: at this a These nine canadian
2: eight. price variant.
0: first hobgoblin canadian price variant that's seventy seven hundred at heritage wow i that's almost four times the the newsstand yeah this
2: you know people people like to say all the time john they like to say you know it's funny because not that long ago someone posted some slap foreigns over at the cgc boards and some uh some guys there said oh yeah those are foreign foreign books they're cool but they're it you know the guy didn't know a whole lot about them and they were like yeah they'll, they'll never ever you know command prices that are anywhere near the american originals i don't agree with that i think that the, that that all of the the true foreign price variants there's a couple of true foreign price variants there are the pences the uk pences the canadian and the aussies those you can actually call variants because they were printed at the same time they are i used to scoff at the price.
0: aussies and i now realize they are rare as shit.
2: they are rare as freaking hens teeth i mean the fact that these books are getting are commanding these kind of prices and are getting this kind of respect, I think it kind of proves the point that this, you know, these price variants are like dipping your little toe in the foreign market. Remember, these books were not sold in America, they were sold on newsstands for a foreign country. They were never never meant to be seen by American eyes in the sense of, you know, the just traditional market. If these books are are getting these kinds of prices. I'm going to go on a limb and say that it's not unreasonable to assume that at some point in the future, and we've already seen it, certain foreign editions in the same grade as the American equivalent will go for either the same amount or more. And we know with the Filipino 300 that that's the case, right? That's one of the rare rare times that we can say that a foreign edition actually will go for more money than an American book in in the same grade i think that it's only a matter of time this market is warming up to it
0: <laughs> well i tell you what if a 9.8 italian hit italian 300 i would pay more than a than a uh, u.s one for it
2: yeah and, and, the more only people people. Are, and more people are getting to that point and you know i i it's only a matter of time until more do more of these books get in people's eyeballs and guys like william that, are, that see it and that hunt it, they're making good investments, guys. Yeah, And and, and that's why I wanna bring this up. There's a guy by the name of Benjamin Noble. He has a website called rarecomics.wordpress.com. And on that site, they discuss UK Pences, Aussie, Aussie price variants, and Canadian price variants. Now, this has been a labor of love for this guy for a long time. They have recently created a Canadian price variant price guide and guide and they have some big heavy hitters on their team tim Bildhauser, uh as everyone anyone that knows anything knows that tim is the uh international foreign comic expert at cbcs or was he's no longer with the company but he was no one on planet earth knows more about foreign foreign editions than that guy and also john mcclure john mcclure is the guy that found the 35 cent variants have kind of brought, I think he wrote the first article about 35 cent American books for Overstreet. So there's some big heavy hitters over there at, at their site. And if you're interested in these price variants, go to uh, rarecomics.wordpress.com and go hit up. And through that site, you can find their links to the Canadian price variant website. We'll put them in the links, right, John?
0: Yeah, we'll put it in the description, check it out. Um, for all you youngins that like the DCU variants, this is this is the OG version. This is when you're getting a little a little sicker and a little crazier. This is where you go. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank right. you, William. You rock. What are we queuing up next, Matt?
2: I think we're gonna do Cynthia. Cynthia's cool. She's a chick into foreign comics. Okay, let's uh, let's go there.
4: Hello, fellow comic collectors. Um, my name is Cynthia. Um, this is my review of 2020. um 2020 was definitely a difficult year um i had some of my biggest struggles i have ever encountered um but i knew that that was pretty much a story for a lot of people um i don't think anybody saw 2020 coming um just remain hopeful for 2021 um definitely trying to be optimistic about it and keeping a good positive outlook for the oncoming year. Um, it did give me a good amount of time to make some new acquaintances across the board though. Um, reaching out to new collectors that I probably never would have came in contact with before. Um, definitely learning that the comic family is very massive. Uh, it, it goes to all corners of the world. Um, biggest accomplishment was actually getting into foreign collecting. Um, And I finally set my goal on a set, and that was the killer joke. Most people have seen me poking around and trying to see who has what and kind of tracking down to see how many there are. Um, Definitely a large set, so I've got my hands full, something to keep me busy for the time to come. Um, Definitely helped pass the time in 2020. Um, Do you see behind me? I do have... Quite a few, Um, nowhere near the finish line. So stay tuned because I don't give up. I do like a challenge. That's why I picked this set. Um, Matt, John, your show is great. I love watching global comic safari. Um, I always learn something new as I'm still a noob when it comes to comic collecting. Have not been in the hobby super duper long, but I fell in love with immediately and I can't wait to see what else I can find and get my hands on um you guys always keep the show lively i love the knowledge that you guys bring to the table and i i always know who to reach out to when i've got a question um there i've barely ran into anybody rude in the community um everybody's so helpful everybody comes together for the same common goal love of comics so if anything's for certain i know this community is always going to be a stand community um bunch of great guys gotta try to get our girls more active we'll get there um but yeah i can't wait to see what holds thank you guys keep up the good work and let's go into 2021 bye
0: okay Cynthia. she is a friend of ours uh she is uh collecting the killing joke i'm gonna go ahead and show an image of her set right now because it's massive it is massive.
2: She's doing so well, and I laugh when she calls herself a noob, because if she's a noob, she's the fastest learning noob I've ever met.
0: Um, she, I mean, she does have a she does have a comic, foreign comic junkie friend of ours helping.
2: She does, but see, this how I see it, right? Like, okay, so this is the metaphor for Cynthia. She called she calls herself a noob, but tackling the killing joke set would be like a noob. So like, a, a, I'm a hiker. of My hobbies, hiking. I think I'm going to climb Mount Everest, right? It's like,
0: what? Like, There's 14 US versions of that book.
2: Uh, the Killing Joke set is probably one of, if not the biggest set in the foreign edition hobby. So, <laughs> so you know, Cynthia, she's a girl, but she's got balls, man. Cynthia's got balls to tackle <laughs> the fucking... The fucking killing joke set and she's good friends with one of our friends that helps her. He's like a Sherpa, right? But they're still go climbing Mount Everest because killing joke sets like climbing Mount Everest. (laughs) It's been a joy watching you, uh, you know, hang out in in the group. We don't, you know, and I agree with you. We need to get the girls going. We, I I mean, we've got two or three other girls that are in the group that collect foreign books. We're going to, we're going to see a video of one of them here shortly. And, um, I love it. I, I just, it's so cool. And you know the, she, what she talks about speaking to the group is is absolutely correct. You know the the foreign community of collectors is wonderful. It, it's wonderful. Thank you, yeah. Cynthia.
0: Very best group on anywhere. Honestly, I, I nobody. I've seen one person be a douche in the entire time I've been there, and he left.
2: Yeah. So. It's it's there's not there's not a lot of, bickery. you know, it's, it's just, yeah, there's not a lot of bickery, there's not a lot of-
0: You gotta support each other when you're climbing the mountains we're climbing, and Jesus. Yeah. If, if you're talking a global book, Killing Joke, I, I don't even know how many there are. I don't know if anybody knows how many there are. I, I think feel like that, that, they, was, that you, you think you know them all, and then, oh more, more, five, more.
2: I think someone said it was like a, in the 60 or 70 range.
0: I. I can't even imagine
2: it's freaking insane
0: though dude yeah it's
2: insane okay thank ready to go to the next
5: one on to the next one on to the next one thank you cynthia hello guys this is Michael from comics cauldron and today i want to show you uh, the best purchase from 2020 okay i bought many uh, books i want to show you some uh, acm macbooks very hard to find on this condition i got this uh daredevil um, italian with the uh, first appearance of ghost rider I got uh, this uh, Batman Novaro in very nice condition. But the best one, in my opinion, was this uh, El Sorprendente Hombre Araña 148. Okay, it's a uh, non canon Spidey. Yeah uh, it's um, Jose Luis Duran cover. and many people call the this cover the vampirella cover, but it's more than that. Um, this this face, uh, Jose Luis Duran um, used this face from Lorena Velázquez, Lorena Velázquez was a very famous Mexican actress from the 70s. She appeared many times with El Santo. And that's why I I think this was my best purchase from 2020. Okay. It's a hard book to find. And I'm, I'm very happy with it. I wanna thank uh, Matt from Global Comic Safari for letting me show you this. And I wanna wish you everyone Happy New Year. Thank you very much. All I can say is,
0: wow. Um, I know the Macs are tough. I saw that Ghost Rider and was gonna buy it and he snapped it out of my hands quickly. Somebody posted that in the group. So if you're not joining the uh, Foreign Comics Collectors Magazine official group on Facebook, you're missing out on some of the best uh, sales that you're gonna see. But that vampy book, I actually know when he got it. Cause you, me and another friend, I, I'm pretty sure me and another friend were going to bid on a lot of them and him and another friend oh. of ours won this lot because they had uh, bigger huevos.
2: Bigger huevos, <laughs> Miguel's <laughs> got the big huevos too. I mean
0: that I, but, I, I love I love Mihel. he had sold me my first uh, wedding issue and I am forever indebted he got me hooked on the non cannons I bought several from him he is a good dude if you're looking to buy some yes. rare books Comet Cauldron on eBay has them
2: yes definitely I bought some rare books from him trusted seller you can you can count that there's no shenanigans Mihel's uh, a good guy and uh, boy um, I'm really jelly of every single one of those books. That one twenty-two that he showed, yeah, the death of the death of the Green Goblin, that's the one of the last ones I need for my one twenty-two set. Um, that uh, uh, the two two seven Batman that he had, yeah, very rarely do see him in that condition.
0: Yeah, that I, I was like, huh, I wonder what he wants for that one, <laughs> dude. Because because the problem with that two two seven
2: is that. When they printed them, they stacked them. And with all that black, there's all kinds of ink transfer. So you usually see all, like, just some weirdness with the cover where the, the inks didn't stick. That one is gorgeous. And then, of course, the non-canon. Uh, I didn't know that about uh, the famous actress. El Santo was, I believe, a famous wrestler. But um, that particular book, and you know this, John, that's one of the non-canons that does not pop it's pretty little head up very often
0: no that's one of the i have a lot i don't have them all but that's one of the few outside of the last five issues that i'm missing because that I last five are rare as heck
2: i don't know why that one in particular though is so hard to find for some I reason
0: cross, cross-pollinated cross between horror and spider-man and it just is in people's maybe. they've got it
2: maybe maybe I, I or maybe you know it could be related to a weird print run issue i don't know but for some reason uh because uh, that one's i forget what number did he say it was it's a little bit earlier right
0: 148 maybe
2: 148 yeah i mean I four, a, a four, lot five. of the books around it aren't so hard to find but that one is hard to find
0: killer that, that I, right funky. I find multiple copies of issues next to issues that i have not found a copy of so mm-hmm. I a think there's definitely a collector market for those that some books just do not leave collections, and other ones do. Yeah, yeah, it's a right. weird one. That that was cool books. Let's see who's uh, who's next for us. Let's see who's next.
6: I hope the start of twenty twenty one has seen your international comic collecting habits get better, or you find the crazy stuff you've been looking for. I'm Jim Lesniak, member of the Forbes, and this is my contribution that started 2021 with some of my favorite international finds of the last year. In the last 12 months, I have acquired approximately 160 Indonesian horror comics. Uh, I use the term loosely. It's their, uh, their religious comics with horror aspects to them as well as the supernatural and the mystical what you'll find with them is is in many types of things that their covers are better than the interiors the covers i'm loving the composition i'm not seeing the influences the last time i enjoyed covers like this they were the ghana movie posters but what you will find are some very garish bloody extreme covers one of my favorite artists and i believe it's the artist's name is the sower s-o-e-r uh, the use of color the dripping it is very rudy Palace in concept and execution except with a totally totally foreign to me uh, background in art this stuff is just inspiring to me and really reignited my desire to collect stuff internationally. Uh, You're going to find in the Indonesian comics, interesting compositions, interesting uses of color, and they are very creative in how they managed to get these things actually published. In addition, you will find a lot of these comics were used for libraries, comics libraries, so that people could go and borrow them and read them i found a few with the library cards still attached the most cr- crazy 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 covers you're going to find are some of these religious style ones just think uh jack chick tracks gone insane this stuff is phenomenal the art is crazy in the covers i buy everything i can find i'm probably financing someone's house
0: <laughs> i know the feeling
6: <laughs> it's almost indescribable the colors and the activities you find and these were the religious comics these were trying to scare you back into the mosque and in addition to that i found a lot of spanish language and non-canon stuff this year especially the halcon negros those are a personal favorite with the duran covers And also I did get into El Piloto Fantasma again with a Duran cover Got about 20 issues of that last year. And to close out the fun stuff of the year, I was so happy to get a Wings Comics number one from the UK from the early 50s. Happy collecting. Good luck in finding what you're looking for. Put those sets together and may 2021 be phenomenal for all your collecting. Wow.
0: All right. So Indo horror. Well, Indonesian is a whole nother thing. I I am scared of the Indo market. I've said it to you several times. I've said it to some other guys. We had Joey on for an interview one time. And that market, I it's too intense for me because I don't understand it. It's so much bootleg, so much art that looks familiar but isn't familiar, so much stuff that is just gorgeous and scary all at once. It makes you want it but feel icky about it at the same time
2: (laughs) and jim jim has gone down the indonesian horror rabbit hole i mean he he is i have been watching his posts you know he'll he'll get hauls and stuff i mean some of those covers are just freaking nuts that one with the lady with she's just like a bottom half and her whole top portion of her torso is just missing like Amazing stuff. Um, it takes a special collector to get into the Indo stuff though. Just like you said, John. Um, you know, it's not Indo is the
0: heroine of foreign comics. That's all I'm gonna say is you get to Indo, you've hit the end of the line and you are just yeah, you're just mainlining this shit.
2: Yeah, it's like 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 you you how do you explain Brazilian horror isn't crazy enough enough, it's not crazy enough for you or or some of the other shit and then you're like okay i gotta go down the indonesian rabbit hole and indonesia is is vast i mean i've said it before uh you could write books books not book books in plural on the indonesian comic market jim thanks for that your taste is absolutely impeccable in horror uh i mean i love the horse stuff the horror stuff's always trying to draw me in and i try to push against it but when we see stuff like that it just it makes you want makes you want to get into it thank you so much for your vid
0: yes i i don't know we've seen such a variety already i'm excited what's next what do we got next my
2: <laughs> okay let's go to mariana portugal
7: Hello everyone, I'm Maria from Portugal and I saw Matthew post on the group and I decided to send my video and tell you all about what was my first comic. That comic that I decided to, mm, I'm going to start to collect. Foreigner comics, so I found this in Portugal Um, five years ago, I spent three euros and I couldn't believe it when I saw the comic and I thought to myself, oh my God, three euros So oh <laughs> that's,
2: that's like five bucks
7: la Maza. and that's it this was the first comic in my collection three heroes happy okay. bye
0: talk about oh talk about speaking quietly but carrying a big stick
2: yes. euro,
0: or three euros five dollars for la masa the uh Spanish 181.
2: 181.
0: oh man <laughs> there's fantastic the fantastic way set. to just say I'm in
2: yeah there's the 300 set and then there's the 181 set
0: yeah the 181 you know, is is the is the gateway, the 181s, the guys that go, all right, man. Let's go big. Let's go big. Yeah. I mean that that book,
2: uh, I can't remember the last time I saw Spanish 181 sell, but I think it was it was a decent copy, and it was into the three or four hundred range, I think. Easy. And um Maria's a wonderful, wonderful seller. So she not only collects, she also sells. I think on eBay and on YouTube she's Portuguese comics. I don't remember. Uh, Maria put put it comment on this on this video and put in uh, your eBay and your link and all that stuff. but I bought a bunch of books from her. Um, she's a, a wonderful collector and one of the girls we need to get the girls involved and um, she's so cool. she's so cool and lucky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a hell of a way to start
2: that's a, i know it's just like really that's like oh man that's that's a huge book and and it looked like it was in a damn nice grade too so she's yes she's well on her way and i know that she builds she also builds a a, a star trek set which is different i always look because she she's yeah, always the, gold key. To, the gold key star Trek. there's a, a particular issue in that run that she likes and she's been building that set for a few years and i always go to it and go oh, cool there's maria because you can pick her out because you you know she's the star trek girl um cool thank you so much that was awesome
0: all right okay got next. next on the uh the show here we'll one of my
2: foreign one of my brethren from the foreign comic calling podcast
8: we're gonna go to eric hey this is eric miller from the foreign comics calling podcast and um Happy to submit my three minute video to the uh, much revered uh, John Z and the venerable Matt Roible. Congratulations on a a good year for Global Comics uh, Safari. Uh, I'm going to share, I mean, like any foreign collector, I have a bunch of highlights and it's kind of hard to pick one, but my favorite book, I'm like a whisker away from getting, I think the full set. So I'm going to just show that uh, probably quickly. Um, And I'm talking about Fantastic Four 52, first Black Panther so here is the U.S. copy. Um, It's not graded, but it's probably a three to four, um, but proud to have it. Um, West German, I always say West German, thanks to uh, Doc Scott, who corrects me every time, Uh, German version. I kind of like the inking on this one, just because you can see him more clearly. Um, Some of the other books he kind of fades out um here is my laprenza copy which i'm super stoked about
0: cool this
8: one recently yeah that and, one ain't, uh, a, ain't no joke so mexican um here is the novodadges so also uh mexican um this is the one where they you know he has just the cowl um, uh, which was the original design so that's a bit of a an interesting uh variation so uh and then i have a bunch of uh european ones and i mix these up all the time so i'm not even going to say i'll just say european scandinavian countries right so fantastica fryen um and feel free to comment and smack me down i'm not going to say the wrong country uh, <laughs> i
0: confuse the scandinavian all the time
8: uh Swarty panther right uh again these are the ones where he kind of he kind of he lose the detail of him but uh proud to have that one uh Suarte panther I'm saying that, butchering that, but proud to have this one. Uh, die Fantastic. Have, this is the German, German. one, right? Uh, this one I have multiple copies of. So here's one, two, three of that one. Um, two of which I have available for sale if anybody's interested. <laughs> uh, here's uh, the uh, Vertice uh, version from Espana, right? uh which is awesome same deal i have two of those try that's what happens when you try to upgrade and you're a fanatical collector and so forth this is a german Mm -hmm. reprint uh this is a u.s reprint with the alternate uh, kirby cover um i don't have that black and white initial cover that one is insanely priced uh here is an italian fantastico quattro um Again, I have multiple copies of that, two, three. Uh, True Believers, reprint. And then the reprint in Marvel's Greatest Comics, which I also went a little nuts on. This is the Monday version, so I have one. Two, <laughs> three, he's, he's as
0: OCD as I am on the crow. Jeez. Four versions
8: of that, And then wrapping up, I have uh, French. Oh wow! French. Yeah, the then, French is cool. The other French, which is awesome, and then an epic collection because why not? If you're going for it, go for it, right? <laughs> um, I'm about to start looking for these in foreign languages too, which is uh, madness. So, uh, thanks for letting me show my book, uh, my books. I have the Pence copy. That's the one that I'm a whisker hair away. For. It'll probably arrive in the mail tomorrow, just after I film this. But um, I did spend quite a penny on that, and that should be uh, quite a pence on that. So that should be arriving. <laughs> any minute now which i think completes my ff52 so i went over my time but hopefully that's not uh, they're not going to kill me that thanks uh uh john and matt uh success looking forward to future episodes stay safe everyone
0: well you can't go wrong with the black panther
2: oh, hold on. no you cannot
0: so um, you can't go wrong with that book that's an amazing book to chase i mean black panther is at this point iconic, I mean one movie and a couple cameo appearances in the screen, and he is just kind of been elevated. So it's just it's an impressive set. It is. And Eric Miller
2: is a set builder. Set building is in that guy's DNA. And you know that's what we see, you know uh, in in the foreign comic part of the hot foreign edition part of the hobbies. You know as you start building sets you just become obsessed sort of like you and the crow exactly like you said and i gotta tell you eric i need an italian one of those i will be uh, giving you a call my friend and see well, if i can pick up an
0: italian well i've, I've learned you're a set builder yeah. i'm uh, whatever shiny and i want to buy <laughs> now sometimes i get to a set because somebody shows me enough of them and i get close i'm like all right i'll buy the other couple yeah, but yeah. i don't have that intention of this is the book i want and i'm going to build that set and that's what we based Global Comics Safari's kind of main episodes off of because I think it's the best way to kind of see it all. Yeah, But I, you don't have to buy a set. I mean, you may just like one great cover in the run. You may just like it. Like that's Vertice, the Spanish one stuck out. It was just all so different that yeah. I'm like, that one I love or the French I love. But, yeah, you know, I, some people want to build everything of a favorite cover and others just want to build the coolest things they see. Yeah. Works both ways, man. Yeah, there's
2: no there's no right or wrong, you know, and the the beauty of of this part of the hobby, too, is that, you know, it's so relatively new in many ways, I believe, you know, uh, opinions are like, you know what, everyone's got one. But my opinion is that set building is actually relatively new. If you look at the hobby as from when it started back, you know, long ago, um, you know, and, and there's some real crazies out there that build global runs which that's really getting crazy but i will (laughs) i will say this um on that set that loprenza that he has dude that's a tough that's a tough freaking book in any i've
0: never seen anybody show it
2: it's a tough book in any grade man i mean that's no joke he probably paid a pretty penny for that loprenza that's why he you could tell he was like i'm really proud about that one yeah that, that the loprenza First Black Panther is no joke. It is tough to find. Big time. You'll yes. see ten novidades before you see one Lapranza.
0: All right. Okay. From one one of your one of your podcast mates to another.
2: To another. Yes, we're gonna go to another foreign comics calling podcast mate. And, and, and this guy's a true mate.
9: Hi, Matt. Hi, John. Um, I got I've got three minutes to show you my pickups of 2020 um okay I've even got my stopwatch <laughs> going on here so <laughs> for the blabbering um somebody takes it serious about six or seven books first one took me a long time to get um they're just not really out there uh, so it's my first favorite book and we're looking at Alan Class, Tales of Suspense number one uh i had that in my watch list on ebay for donkeys a long time and one finally came up and i went for it right three minutes three minutes okay so other pickup oh. and i have to uh kind of laugh inside a little bit when people say to me that allen class books aren't worth that much money um some are some aren't <laughs> these weren't, and obviously with that one comes this one that was hard to find to be fair they were all hard to find love your show by the way um uh, it's just what i need whenever i find the time to actually get down to to watch and listen I see a trend here, Matt. I
0: see a trend. a <laughs> yeah. fantastic
9: forerunner of uh, Creepy Worlds, all the appearances. Definite trend. Whoa, I've got just over a minute and a bit. better rush. This one, I have to shout out big, 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 big thank you to Robert Fordham. Thanks, Rob. Boom. <laughs> a has Our like man a Rob, lighter. Yep, it's a beautiful book and a lovely thick slab. Love it. Awesome. And I also find out that an earlier book had been reprinted. Oh, I'll come to that in a bit. Sorry, time is ticking on that one. Wow, half a minute ago, guys, and that one. I do love that cover. was.
2: Mm-hmm.
9: I found out that that one got reprinted further on down the line. So there we go. Thanks very much for allowing me three minutes to show you my pickups for 2020. Great show. Bye. Wow.
0: I do love Ken. He is. Uh, man, he has he has taste, and I. I mean. He is the king of the Allen class. He is the king. Yep. And those early
2: Allen classes, dude, that creepy world's FF1. I don't know who's saying they're not worth money because that thing is pricey. And, you know, I feel like in the last couple of years, UK collectors have re-looked at that Allen class stuff and said, hey, I guess I should pay more money for the." I mean, you know, we have pence pence copies right we have the pence copy actual foreign variants price variants the allen class i think for a while kind of got some short thrift
0: yeah because they're not the originals
2: they're yeah but they are hard to find they are not necessarily that easy to find like ken was saying it could take you quite a long time to build a run of those and he i think ken's goal is to at least for the most part the first maybe a couple of years of allen class he's trying to get every single allen class issue that he can that he can
0: find and i, I mean, don't know the, if he's... the closest thing i can compare it to like for an american to understand is if they printed runs in the golden record reprints yeah i mean it's the first reprint it's closer to the original date i mean it's not far very close and probably in a significantly smaller number because we're talking the uk Mm-hmm. Where the golden records was aimed at a pretty broad audience. So I mean take that and slash the print run smaller. And that and that's what we're talking about, sort of.
2: Yeah. And then do a I run. Would go, it. I would venture to I, I don't know this for sure. There's Allen class experts out there, but I would venture to say that the print runs could probably, if you just simply look at population, a fourth of what the American print run was, if not less, or yeah. you know, one fourth.
0: Um, I think you're probably high,
2: and I'm probably high. So, I mean, Ken, you are the Alan classmaster. You're our mate from the UK, and uh, I'm glad you liked the show. Um, yeah, that was uh, impressive. All
0: right, so we have one last video, and one last. Uh, kind of a kind of a big thank you for. Participating. We appreciate it. I mean, uh, this yeah, guy who don't recognize it. him, I don't know where you've been for the last couple years.
10: Yo, what's good, comic fam? Big shout out to the foreign collectors community. We're a rare breed. We are after some of the scarcest collectibles in the comic market, and most of the community doesn't even really recognize it and know it exists. But we've seen in 2020 and years leading up to last year that this market is emerging it's getting the respect it deserves and it's because of every single one of you so i'm going to show you three of my favorite pickups courtesy really of this community helping me source them helping me buy them shout out to all my friends who are living in countries all across the world it's a very special part of this collector's market and it's one of my favorites and i'm proud to be part of it so the first comic we got to chat about is a book from Greece that I secured from my homie. And you know what, I put a request in to help me find it because i was not finding a copy for years we're talking about a greek copy of hobgoblin's first appearance in asm 238 this comic is stellar it's smaller and it features the first appearance of a classic spidey villain but one of the coolest parts about the foreign comic market is that they were just doing what they could with ips whatever they had they were sandwiching titles together and in this one country in this one case in this one story one editor happened to take the first appearance of hobgoblin and couple it with a bronze age comic book iron man 55 and that is why this copy will never see the hands of a cgc grader because i need to be able to open it up right to the center whatever wherever that center is where you have one issue on one end and the start of issue 55 on the other with no cover to iron man 55 so happy that didn't happen And you have the first appearance of hobgoblin on the left and the first appearance of drax on the right only in the foreign market this kind of stuff happens it's a beautiful thing double key constant reminder of just how well deserved it is to look at these keys with higher respect more now than ever i want to also give a shout out to matthew royball you all know him this dude is a freaking leader of this community and you know thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share some of my finds with the community we have a book that i have been hunting for for probably five years that i secured because of him and a member out in denmark we have hulk annual number one a original cover that was done by steranko one of my all-time favorite silver age comic artist and his original version was redone by marie severin because his face according to marvel looked too gross it looked too ugly and when he told me that in person a few years ago my my heart kind of hurt a little bit my brain was shattering just a little bit because i was thinking how much respect i had for this comic and how much i put it on a pedestal to know that he didn't even do the face of the issue that i knew what a fan I am for not even knowing this. And this is years ago, right? Well, I knew that I had to secure the original art and I was stunned to find out that in foreign markets, they not only did new additions, and we should continue that as a side note, let's continue calling these additions. Every time you call one of these a reprint, you are, I, in my opinion, hurting the branding of the foreign market because these are not reprints these are editions these are something more akin to the first print than anything that would be considered a variant they wouldn't just reprint them with a new edition no they would sometimes do original covers and sometimes they would keep original artwork and in this particular case in Denmark and a couple of other countries but Denmark in particular is the one I wanted we have the original Steranko Hulk in all of his ugliness because you know what he's holding up his title And if he was holding up his title, his muscles would be strained. He would be perspirating. He would be about to be breaking his back, right? So he would be ugly. And that's why I'm so stoked to own this comic book. And I hope to have it signed when COVID ends. All right. So the last one on the list, I'll make this one quick. I've been hunting Spider-Man keys, um, non-canon Spidey for quite some time. And it really took into high gear in 2020. So the comic that I would like to share with you is one of many that I purchased. We have El Soprendente, Hombre Araña, issue 156, covered done by Jose Duran. This dude is someone that I've gained so much respect for in the last two years, being part of this market a little bit more heavily and learning even more now that I'm diving into it and seeing the art and seeing the pages in hand. It's stuff you can't even find on the internet. So getting it in hand is just another level, especially considering that it's getting to you from another country the fact that it even exists is difficult to fathom which makes it even that much cooler but this particular book jose duran did something that he didn't know he was going to do you can't imagine him thinking about the comics code right that's not a thing in mexico at this time and he decided to do a scene where someone was shot and that there was blood coming out of his head like there is a pool of blood on this cover and this right here is the first time this was ever done on amazing spider-man the first blood on an amazing spider-man covered having been done by accident probably i would love to ask him in person but making a key out of a non-canon spider-man run that i respect so much so that one is the main pick i also got a handful of others but that's for another day and for content on my channel you guys are awesome have a happy new year And keep the hunt alive and strong and keep making this community one that anybody can come into. The more open we make it, the more easy we can make it for people to understand by providing information and insight, sharing our finds and our and and things that we learn, the larger we can grow this community and the easier it will be to find these gems that are out there still, just waiting to be uncovered. Thanks, Comic Fam. All right.
0: Well, that was awesome. Thank you, Comic Tom, for uh, stopping by, man, and sharing your picks. That was amazing, yeah. and uh, and those books that he picked, whew. great books, Some great books. I mean,
2: great, great books. First Blood on a on a Spider Man cover. That's a,
0: I, I have two out of three. I have one. not found that Greek book yet.
2: Oh, the double
8: key.
2: Yeah, yeah. The you know the Greeks. You know they—they they didn't plan. I don't think they planned it. They just no. somehow made a double key that you know a lot of people don't realize. And you know, if you were to put that book in a slab, you and you were to properly notate, properly notate it, you would have both those key notes included, even if it doesn't have the cover. Double keys only happens in the foreign foreign market, baby.
0: Yes. So definitely, there. Thank you all for sharing. We appreciate all you sent in the videos. We appreciate you kind of showing us the cool things you found because we get to show it all the time. Um, I don't know, it was fun. I appreciate the audience participation. You kind of get to meet some uh characters that you see in the Facebook group and put some faces to names and some exactly. collecting habits to it. So we'll have to try and do it again and uh keep the community aspect alive, man. We've this community is great. I I love everybody that is in there. They're always friendly. They're always sharing stuff. They're always willing to kind of, Hey, you're looking for something. What do you need? I'll try and help you. Exactly.
2: And then that's the beauty of the group, right? You could be the newbie noob on, you know, on whatever, or you could be a YouTube comic star, or you could be, you could be whatever, just come in, do your thing and people are going to help you find that stuff and, uh, uh, met, uh, put a link in the in the of the group in the the notes for sure, John. Um, it is the Foreign Comics Group official FCC magazine on Facebook. Find us there. Find us at CBSI as well. Uh, Global Comics Safari and the Tales from the Flipside channel. I, this was a blast. I love
0: this show. Absolutely. We will be back with you very soon. And uh, thank you all for joining us, man.